Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Weird World Podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Erin. And I'm Carrie. Today, Carrie has something for us. We're going to do something. Carrie doesn't always bring the weird to the show that's called Weird World. A lot of times, well, you know what I mean? It's not like, like strange. Well, okay, sometimes she does. I mean, she brings the weird in she her daily the life. Criminal justice. Yes. A lot of criminal justice, a lot of psychology, things like that. This Which is, is weird. I suppose you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start over. Yeah. I'm not really going to, but <laughs> this is actually a very strange story of a very strange man. Karen? It's weird. Some would say it's weird. I would, yeah. Right. Eerie. Maybe. Strange. Unusual. It's, it's also fitting for the month of October. Ooh, okay. Not spooky. sure we're going to be uploading if this in October, but in October. <laughs> might be November. No, I think we're supposed to November, right. October. Okay. <laughs> we're going to talk about a weird man. Well, that's not nice. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> He's long he dead. A man named Carl Tanzler. Carl Tanzler. At least that's what we're going to call him. Oh, all right. Carl. He was born George Carl Tanzler on February 8th, 1877. Long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Old. In Dresden, Germany. Dresden. Oh, no. And I say we're going to call him Carl Tanzler. His real name was Bjork. He went, no, his real name was George Carl Tanzler. And he went by, he had several aliases Carl Tanzler von Kossel. Mm hmm. Carl von Kossel, Ooh. Count Carl Tanzler von Kossel. Okay, Ooh. all right. Space in addition up. to George Carl and just Carl. Mm-hmm. Count, I like the count in there. Can we call sure. ourselves a count? Mm-hmm. You want to be a countess? Yeah. All right, I want to be a count. Let's do it, as of now. Woo-hoo. Counting. Okay. He had one sister, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, Carl was a bright and curious youngster. If he was so bright and curious, why didn't he call himself Count Chocula? <laughs> That's on him. Well, he wanted to keep it in the family, okay. I guess. I don't know where the Von Kossel yeah, came in. exactly. Well, I do know. Okay. <laughs> You've counted it to yourself, I believe, <laughs> multiple times already. When he was older, okay. he, he didn't report this event contemporaneously to his loved ones and friends. But when he was older, he said that when he was 12, I think his family was visiting Italy or something, and he claimed that a long-deceased relative, Countess Anna Constantia von Kossel, visited him in a vision or as a ghost or some such. So she's dead. Long-dead, long-deceased relative. She visited him and she revealed to him, in the form of a vision, the face of a dark-haired girl who would be his one true love and soulmate. Oh, that's very nice if you're a ghost aunt. Yes. Great, great, great aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows what she was. Were they, is there any reason to think that they, he really was related to anyone by this name? I didn't take the time to research. Yeah. All right. That's a bold admittance there. Genealogy <laughs> I don't and fucking ancestry. Care. <laughs> I, I don't, care, don't now. care now. Didn't care before. <laughs> I won't care tomorrow. Shut All that up. matters is that Carl thought she was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, did he? And yeah, he did, and he is, used her name. Was he from, was his family well-to-do? He said they're visiting Italy. Don't know. 
There was, there was a fair amount of traveling. <laughs> says, phoning it in here. Don't know. Stop asking questions because I'm just going to mow through this and let's go on. Well, this it's a, that's an early detail that's not really relevant to the rest of the oh. story. <laughs> Trying to get a timeline, but okay, that's cool. Some might call it minutia. Trying to do a family, cl- uh, family tree. How is Carrie? the wealth of Trying his family, family a time part of a timeline? Well, because, I mean, no, no, I'm doing family tree and then a timeline in that order. Again, the amount of money they had. Family tree. Does not need family to be tree. indicated on say family, family tree. tree. I keep saying family tree. Ancestry. I have thousands com. of people on my family tree on Ancestry.com. No one's income is listed anywhere. Carrie's very feisty today, isn't she, Aaron? Very Let's feisty. Go yeah, Got to push back, Dean. No, yeah, you're Dean. pushing back. You're, not, you're shoving back. <laughs> you're punching back. He had what one might say is the gift of gab. Hmm. He stretched... Who would say that? The truth. (laughs) I said that. I just decided to say that right now. (laughs) And he would come up with impressive details. He was quite confident. So I think that led people to believe his claims. Like that, you know, he... Of a long dead ancestor visiting him and promising him a wife. Well, except not that. He claimed... That, you know, he would get opportunities and he would be in situations where he would claim, you know, to have, for instance, nine college degrees. Okay. That it was probably doubtful that Carl really took the time to get nine degrees. Oh, not just degrees, advanced degrees. Okay. Nine-time PhD, right? Mm -hmm. List them all and he can't. He had a whole bunch of different kind of jobs, including boat building and as an engineer, because oh, well, presumably okay. one of his advanced degrees was in engineering. He was nailing boards at best. I'm <laughs> positive. He was mainly what? He was nailing boards to other boards at, at max. Although mm-hmm. this is the 20th century by now, so maybe not. But anyway. Yeah. And when he was younger, he traveled quite a bit. He went to Australia, India, Italy, and mm-hmm. the South Seas. Okay. When he was in Australia, World War I broke out. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Uh, well, kind of, yeah. and kind of not, oh. because he happened to be a German citizen, uh, and Germans were not probably yeah. super welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During World War Two, World War One, or World War Two, but this happened to be World War One. He was <laughs> forced into a concentration camp. Where in Australia? Australia had concentration Apparently. camps. Apparently, what? Yeah, the so dark part of your history, Australia. What's going on with that? Well, they had to do something with those German possible but spies. Do we want to use the word concentration camp? They might call it prisoner of war camp. I don't know that they'd call it concentration camp here. It's a, it's a connotative difference there. You're right. I actually read it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that I chose to put in my notes I, was the concentration right. camp one. Okay. And international law at the time did not allow prisoners to return to their native countries. No, they'd just go to war against you. Which is just, yeah, I suppose, but what else are you going to do with them? Keep them in a prisoner of war camp, not a concentration For the camp. rest of their life? No, until the war ends. Yeah, after the war. Yeah. They couldn't go back oh, they to couldn't, their home what? country. Oh, I didn't know you said oh, after the war? Yeah. Well, that's weird. You need to clean out your ears, Dean. I do. This was international law at the time. But please, don't use a Q-tip. It's actually quite dangerous. <laughs> He's obsessed. I just saw it. I just saw it. It was like, a, it was like an animation of what could happen. It looked horrific. It scared me. It scarred me. 
<laughs> we were it. going to Target or something, and I texted somebody, we need anything from Target? And one kid texted back, Q-tips. And Dean was so worried. Uh, no, no, let's not get them. <laughs> that kid was going to put, that kid, that 20-something-year-old kid we're was going to put, put Q-tips in his ears. <laughs> it's dangerous. And made sure that I made sure that the kid knew not to put, it was Jack, by it the way. It says right on the box, <laughs> do not put these in your ear. Don't put anything bigger than or smaller than your elbow. That's right. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. They need really, really, really need a different way to describe that. Well, the whole thing is your elbow doesn't fit in your ear. Yeah. Still. So basically put nothing in your ear. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think that's the point we're going It is, though. Don't you, you don't know how mothers and, and things like that work. I'm sure it was a mother <laughs> that, that made that up. Yeah, a oh, mother. I, uh, I know how mothers work. A mother urologist. <laughs> Whatever. So, because he couldn't go to Germany at the end of World War One, Where'd you read that? Doesn't make any sense that after the war was over, he couldn't go from Australia back to Germany. That makes zero. They had to go anywhere else and then to Germany. They had a prisoner clearinghouse all set up. I'm sure it was a whole international law thing. Okay. In the Netherlands. You know what? That's good enough because that sounded very technical and like you. Yes. In the Netherlands, and then I'm sure some, you know, tribunal or something in the Netherlands got together and decided where each prisoner could go. I don't think any of that happened. But go ahead. What do you think happened then? There were more than three people, so it wasn't a tribunal, A. <laughs> you think they just sent him to the Netherlands and set him loose there? No, I think they pretty much went wherever they wanted to. Oh, my God. Not buying <laughs> it. Not buying <laughs> it, Karen. Okay. Whatever, Dean. Cheers. Well, you were already pissed before that, so I don't... What have I to lose? What, uh, really? <laughs> 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 well... He got married. Honestly, I don't know where he went after <laughs> Holland. Germany. Or after, after, um, he got married in Berlin. It's quite possible he did end up back in Germany. Ah, there you go. But I'm not 100% sure. Uh, so he marries a woman named Doris Schaefer. Hmm. Could be German. Could be German. Yeah. <laughs> I really do not. <laughs> By this time, Carl's in his 40s. Okay. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. So we're oh. in the... Oh, yeah. He's born in 1877. Uh-huh. Okay. They have two daughters. Aisha. Nice. Which oh, yeah. nice. They're a little bit ahead of their time. Way ahead of their time. Crystal. And ahead of, out of their place. Carl and but Doris. That's phenomenal. Aisha. Uh-huh. Damn. Daquan. <laughs> their son, Daquan. And Clarista. <laughs> Clarissa's actually pretty good, too. Not Clarista. Not as good as Aisha, obviously. Clarissa will later die of diphtheria. Oh, if they would have named her Daquan, she might be alive to this day. I don't think that Carl and Doris were super happy. It was a little bit difficult, mostly because he continued to travel around a whole lot. And because she named their daughter Aisha. He was Mm -hmm. not happy about that. Maybe Carl did that. Oh, okay. Maybe he Mm -hmm. came across that in his many travels. Yeah. In 1926, Carl... To the future. And you watched Archer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Carl, in 1926, sailed to Cuba, Cuba alone. What? Without his family. And then, he, from there, he emigrated to the United States because that's where his sister lived. Oh, okay. And his mom thought that would be a good idea. So Aisha, the, the corpse of Clarissa and Doris are still back in Europe somewhere that yes. you don't know. I think Clarista was still alive <laughs> at this Portugal. point. I think she dies later, but Switzerland. Maybe yeah. the Russia. new Czechoslovakian Republic. You don't know. Moldova. I don't know. 
He settled in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Nice. There's some mm-hmm. good names here. Zephyr Hills. Uh huh. Okay. And then his family joined him. So oh, they really? decided mm-hmm. to come. Okay. All right. However, within a year of their arrival, they're going back to he, Portugal. No, he left. Oh, well, he's just a dick. He left Zephyr Hills and relocated to Key West. Hmm. It is at this point that he decided to call himself Carl von Kossel. Oh, okay. So now he, is this when he had the vision? Or has he already had the vision? No, he already had, he had the vision when he was 12. Oh, that's right. But he, is he telling people yet? No. Oh, damn it. He got a job as a radiological technician at a U.S. Marine hospital hmm. there in Key West. Although I believe he went around telling people he was a doctor. Yes. Mm. For but some reason, he couldn't practice. Because he was. Gary had nine degrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of those, degrees. I guess, was a medical degree. Well, yeah, clearly. Of course, why not? Obviously. And that, <laughs> when you are a renowned would... European doctor, you mm-hmm. take a job as a radiologist yeah. in Florida. I know. Well, you know, and the story is always, well, my it's a foreign degree, and it would be so difficult for me to, <laughs> you know. Not. It's, not, it's not like you got to go back to school. Germany is widely acknowledged as the uh, most forward country in terms of the sciences uh, in the 19th century. Really? Yeah. So the you had number a, one? I, yeah. Number if you had a German medical degree, yeah, I, I mean, it'd be, I, would, I think it'd be it'd highly be respected and pretty translatable. Hmm. But he lost his paperwork. Probably. Mm-hmm. Was, Probably in the war, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the war that he was in Australia. What you can <laughs> do? Maybe it fell overboard. Mm-hmm. So he was not super popular with his coworkers there at the U.S. Marine Hospital, they thought you know he was kind of arrogant. Well, he's a count doctor. Yeah. So yeah, mm. our doctor count. I'm not sure which it is, but he's that doesn't go over well Counter. when they know you're lying. Yes, they thought he was very opinionated and excessively mm. egotistical. Well. Not great qualities in coworkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, but his weirdness was somewhat overlooked because he was relatively competent, and they oh. needed radiological technicians. He uh, also was quite the builder, you know, because of all of his advanced degrees in engineering and stuff like that. <laughs> of course mm-hmm. he was. He was building an airplane. Oh, Ooh. okay. Or Red maybe restoring an old airplane. I'm okay. not really sure. But he kept it behind the hospital. Really? Which was nice of did him. Get, oh, they, they let him. This. Okay. I don't know. He did it anyway. God, <laughs> And he was working on said, it. I don't know. <laughs> 11 times already. Well, you ask the silliest they're, detailed they're questions. I guess so. Yeah. How wealthy was he? Yes, I, I, what was his favorite color? I uncovered a memo from okay, the director on. of the administration yes. of the hospital. That's a good call, Carrie. Start making shit up for my annoying <laughs> questions. No, Obviously. So anyway, uh, I will post a picture of this. Is it Lovely. Oh, it cool. looks a little bit uh, like an old-timey, like the shape of a rocket, you know, where they're kind of... Rounded, really? yeah, and old timey shape of a rocket. Yeah, okay. you know, like you an old cane you draw for children. And they ask yeah, you to draw a exactly. Erin <laughs> Quinn knows what okay. I'm talking about. I've had to draw a rocket with the penguin in mm-hmm. it. Um, I've done a rocket before playing Pictionary. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> right. I probably drew a rocket that looked like this. Probably, and it has like the the front end has this big, huge circle on it that looks weird look like huh. it got smashed in and this is the when 20s now are we in the 20s maybe oh we're probably in the third uh, 30s close to 30s because he moved to the united so states in 20s. 26 uh, oh okay so late 20s 
early 30s. So depression. And, okay. And humongous wheels. Like really? big, like what they say they're like five feet in diameter. It doesn't look mm-hmm. that big on the picture, but I'll post a picture. Okay. Doesn't look like it's ever going to fly anywhere. No, it probably was never going to fly. But it was a hobby. It was a dream. Uh huh. We're going to leave Carl for a minute here. Uh-huh. Bye, Carl. And I'm Bye. going to introduce you to a new character in this little story. Her name is Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos Mesa. Okay, I'm, we're going to call her Maria? <laughs> no, Maria. call her Elena. I'm, uh, Elena? Okay. Yes. Maria, Elena. 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 Wait, was the plane a biplane? I don't know what a biplane is. Has two wings? Or is, yes, I'm. It's a plane that likes to go under the water and above the water. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. It probably had two wings. Okay. I don't know. Just curious. I don't. You mean like opposed to the ones that have like a wing on top and a wing on the bottom? No, exactly that. A wing on top. Oh, wing two on wings on on each side. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait. What? Do, what did you? <laughs> what do you think? A wing on top and a wing on the bottom? Just just yeah. two wings. One on each side. No, two wings on each side. No, I, it didn't look like that. Okay. Although I'm not sure it one even had top wings. And one at the bottom? What's <laughs> happening here? That would be a biplane because that's two wings on each side. Do you think wings come out on top on one side and on the bottom on the other side? <laughs> They're off no. Now? Okay. I'm confused. I've, you've been on a plane. Go I on. have been on a plane. Please, please continue. And I, ha- I guess I've never been on a biplane. Nope. No, you haven't. Okay. Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos Mesa was Elena. born on July 31st, 1909. So she's a little bit younger than good younger. old Carl. She she's was born two years younger. I know. Okay. She was born in Key West, Florida to Cuban immigrant parents. Desi Arnaz? Oh, I forget her father's name, but it's her mother's Cuban name was Aurora. Fidel Castro? It's the second Cuban no, I know. No, her father was a cigar maker. Well... And her mother. Stereotype much? Yep. Was a Jesus. homemaker. And she was the middle of three daughters. She was strikingly beautiful. Mm. She Wait, had hold on. super <laughs> hot. Okay. She had luxurious dark hair. And she was kind of shy, but it was like, you know, in a cute way. Makes her even hotter. Yep. I have a picture of her. Oh, please. Please yeah. for sure post that. She was pretty. Uh, Elena, as was kind of the custom with Cuban girls in the 30s, or actually this was still wow, the 20s. Be careful how you end this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Go what? ahead. Go ahead. Married young. Was pregnant young. <laughs> no. Sure, where are you going to Married going? young. All right, all right. She uh, got married in 1926 when she was 16 Jesus. to nice. Luis Meza. Tragedy struck oh. shortly thereafter. She had a miscarriage. (gasps) And Luis, the articles all said for reasons unknown. I can give you a reason. Luis was an asshole. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Tell us what happened. Because he abandoned his young (gasps) wife. What an asshole. Told you. He probably wore Google glasses and was therefore a (laughs) glass hole. (laughs) He moved to Miami. Well, that's not that far, at least. Well, so what? He was staying in touch. (laughs) I don't think so, Dean. (laughs) And Elena really kind of never recovered. She, she was still kind of sickly and not doing well after her miscarriage. Finally, her mother was very concerned about her and took her to the Marine Hospital. Mm, this is not going to end well yeah. for her, I feel. For examination. In some way. Well, by this time, she's 20. Oh, so she's had three children now. <laughs> nope. 
like Cuban girls, (laughs) according to Carrie. She's still legally married because I'm sure they're Catholic and they can't get a divorce. Even for abandonment? I don't know. Damn. That's eight, by the way. This is our, this drink when Carrie says that right now. <laughs> Shit faced. They are still married, though. Her diagnosis? Tuberculosis. Uh, no, we know all about that from past episodes. Yeah. yeah well, usually. No, nope. bad. The bad so, kind, though, are the kind where you live in terrible pains, coughing up blood for years. Are the kind where you die in six months. Both fun. Sorry. I don't think... Am I getting ahead? I don't know that she... Uh, uh, she dies, but I don't know how soon she dies. Okay. But <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> Good God. No, I do know. I can Google it in four seconds, I bet. But uh, Well, she it was like a little it was a year and a half ish. Okay, good. So you're so, after diagnosis. Yeah, so okay. does that mean it's the quick the, kind or the long kind? That's I not that know. long. Yeah, it's not that long. I don't know. I heard the kind remember it was galloping. Consumption yeah. that could be months, but maybe it could be eighteen months. Yeah, and maybe she had it for a little while before she was diagnosed. Sounds like she might have. So she, I think she did. Part of the other kind. Isn't there also a, a tuberculosis where, and Aaron, you might know this, where it's it's almost uh, what are the what what kind of disease is Ebola? Virus. He, oh, hemorrhagic. Mean? Oh, hemorrhagic. Is oh, there yeah. a hemorrhagic tuberculosis? Tuberculosis. I think so. Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. bad. Yikes. It's also kind of tuberculosis where the only color you can wear is purple. Fact. Little known fact. And you can't wear a mustache. Okay. Even if you're a man. Okay. So. It's a weird disease. You made me skip forward to her death. Oh, so you can go back. I am. Okay. (laughs) Fuck you. I am, asshole. Don't you, it sounds like Carrie's every sentence toward me (laughs) ends with comma asshole implied. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) Well, as luck would have it, when uh, Elena is at the hospital, who do you think she meets? I think we know. Dr. Ben Johnson. Someone new. Let's go to a third character now. Switching years. Carl Tanzler or Carl Van Kossel. Our Count Carl Van Kossel. Carrie, Mm -hmm. show some respect. Well, Count Doctor. Count Doctor. Once he took a gaze at Elena, he decided... She was the vision that his countess ancestor showed him that one day. Oh. And she was his one true love. And and remember, he has not gone public with this event yet. The event from his 12-year-old childhood, correct? Probably. Okay, well, I'm just throwing some doubt. Why are you obsessed with this? Because, obviously, he's not going to say this thing that didn't happen when he was 12. (laughs) <laughs> he hasn't told anyone that it happened, so the whole is sounds a little post hoc to me, is what I mean. Well, are, are you trying to call him a liar? You trying to, real and to plant, the evidence, yes, <laughs> plant the evidence that it's not that it didn't really happen? Well, if he told somebody when he was twelve, hey, guess what happened? I just had great 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 aunt Constantia come and tell me that I got some twelve year old uh, black haired woman is going to be my wife one day. And then you would believe that it was true and it really happened? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Okay. <laughs> it would help it out. It adds some credibility. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Count doctor, not doctor mm-hmm. von Kassel. Well, he did keep journals. Okay, well. So, you know. They got lost in the war. Maybe it was in his journal. Okay. Uh, so, because Elena was his one true love, he was convinced that it was his destiny to save her. It's a long way of saying that he got sprung when he saw her. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Even though she had an incurable 
yes. terminal Gary disease. Gary made it hotter. Mm-hmm. He has a nurturing thing. Yeah. So he wants to cure people he from death. He likes to fix people. Yeah, Gary. He's a fixer. What can well, you say? It's not uncommon. Somehow. TBChaser69.al.com was his <laughs> email address at this time, I believe. Because I'm guessing the, the rules there in the hospitals in the 1930s was a little bit more loosey-goosey than they are these days. <laughs> he somehow persuaded his superiors to allow him to conduct his own experimental treatments on her. Good God. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. That's a lot, Lucy Goosey. <laughs> I well, they probably thought, "Well, oh, sure, go for it, Carl. We can't do anything for her. She she's, die. She's just a Cuban, anyway. <laughs> not that honestly. I'm, from their point, I wasn't saying. I meant honestly. They probably did. Yeah, Carrie. These are like white Americans in the 30s. Yeah, trust me. It's like, yeah, go for it. Whatever. She's Cuban. She had been a white chick or a blonde chick, and if she was missing. Would have been all over CNN. Mm-hmm. What? I'm mixing things up. Yes. Well, and presumably he had to convince her parents to allow him to do stuff for her, too. But he spoke to them in English, and they didn't speak English, so it was easy. Mm-hmm. Well, he administered a series of specialty treatments, homemade herbs, elixirs, and tonics. Mm. Those don't sound too bad. Early roofing. He borrowed, in little quotes, that it's means it's without important. permission, okay. expensive equipment, <gasps> including an x-ray machine, which he took to their house. He knows how to use it. To give her treatments at home. He took an x-ray machine. A 1930s x-ray nice. machine must be the size of a room. I know. get out the door. I mean, <laughs> Come God. On. Yeah, and like other kind of like electrical treatment machines. I don't know if it was like electroshock therapy or what. I don't know what he was doing. Why do you have that forklift, Carl? Nothing, no reason. <laughs> I'm just going into the room. I have no idea what the accent that is, but we don't know where he's from, except Germany. Never mind. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't he, do German. Do I do German? The one thing Carrie knows. Come on. <laughs> oh, <ouch>. Snap. <laughs> hey, I know lots fire. of details. <laughs> I know lots of stuff. Shot fire. He also showered Elena with expensive gifts because he was madly in love with her. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, they talked about it a fair bit. I think he... Talked could, about what? How much he loved her. Oh. And, you know, she would try to put him... I think she was nice to him. Oh, I see. Yeah. But she never told him, uh, I love you back. He's or, saying, I love you. you. Know. She's saying, love, 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 <laughs> love, 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 love. She was probably saying, I'm already married. Oh, that's a good point. You I'm know? sorry. I'd totally go for you if I wasn't married. Mm-hmm. You won't divorce Oops. me. What can I do? Sucks. I'm sorry too young that. for you. I'm maybe. also a lot younger than you and you're gross and mm-hmm. a liar. Uh, I'm going to die soon, maybe? Yeah. I don't want to put you through my death. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, not you, it's me. Yeah. Well, so he conti- he was constantly declaring his undying love and devotion for her. So I think there are letters between the two of them where, you know, he was confessing his undying love to her and then she would write letters back to him and sign them your friend, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> Elena. Best, best wishes. Keep the gifts coming. I'm not saying that's a bad <laughs> yeah. thing, but... Well, as hard as Carl tried... I thought you were going to say was, but go ahead. ...to keep her alive and cure her, Elena succumbed to tuberculosis on October 25th, 1931. You actually looked up the date. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting a steely stare. Carl insisted on paying for all of the funeral expenses. Damn. He's, he's been throwing out around some serious cash for mm-hmm. a Depression-era x-ray technician. Yeah. yeah. Huh. He even hired 
a mortician to embalm Elena. Oh. I'm assuming the way that was written that it that was not the custom. Or yeah, I yeah, Or not you didn't have to. Always now I think don't you have to be embalmed? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that you do have to be embalmed. I don't need to be embalmed. I don't want to be embalmed either. I'm gonna be burned. Me too. No, I don't want to be be scavenged by wild dogs. Mm -hmm. My body's going to a body farm or something like that. That's scavenging vultures on the mountains. I I do that. I do that too. So rather than pay for an expensive funeral, fly me to Tibet. (laughs) (laughs) My body, not cheap, and then go out to the mountains. Well, that's not gonna happen. Damn it. Sorry. We'll put you on the roof. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. But if I fall over, the roof is slanted. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, put you half on one side, half on the other. Oh, that's even better. That's get my ass up in the air. From vultures. <laughs> and as you decompose and as the birds pick yeah, at you, parts fall. might fall off. Yeah, 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 I just put you half. Legs fall in the back. Oh, never torso mind. Torso falls in the front. Now it's a bad call. We'll come up with something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Carl paid for the funeral, had her embalmed, and he uh, persuaded her family to let him purchase a very expensive stone mausoleum for her. Mm. Nice. Presumably to make it easier for him to visit her regularly. Well, okay. Now it's getting creepy. Which he did. Mm. Coincidentally, there was only one key to the mausoleum. And let me think you kept it. And Carl kept it. Mm. You know, on the upside, at least she's not married anymore. Not technically. So she's eligible. Yeah. Well... He visited Elena's mausoleum every night or every day for two years. Good Lord. Creepy. Yeah, that's beyond creepy. Now, there's a detail. Can you be a stalker if they're dead? I know. No? I guess, no? Can you leave her alone? She's dead, bro. Well, there was a detail in a podcast that we listened to that I could find in no article that I read. That talked about. But to be fair, you read an article and a half. <laughs> I read lots of articles, but. Um, what was the detail? That there was like an inner coffin and an outer coffin, and the inner coffin had like valves in it, and he put some sort of preserving liquid in it, like formaldehyde, formaldehyde. or something. You look confused, like you don't recall no, that this makes detail. Sense. Formaldehyde in there, and so <clears throat> yeah, okay. That you don't think that happened? That would make sense given his no, I seeming obsession. I think it's interesting, and it quite possibly did happen. But okay. what I'm saying is that wasn't reported in, okay. in, in any other article. But as we know, what happens with these kinds of stories? There's one one original source, yeah, and then every article takes their information from that one source, yeah, yeah. Although some articles that I read had some clearly wrong information. Really? Yeah. And just stupid errors yeah. or whatever. He drove a Lamborghini. Well, assuming what I think is true is true. He you was know an what internet mean? technician. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. Harry Grace. Yeah. They said <laughs> yeah. that. Absolutely. So I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. But that was, that was weird. It's weird. So Sweet. when he would visit her, he said that, Elena's spirit would come to him and would sit by her grave with him, and he would serenade her corpse with her favorite Spanish song. He also said, "Elena, <laughs> that the um, God damn it, hold on, hold on. the ketchup song <laughs> that you just learned about today." Yep. 
He also said that she would tell him to take her from the grave. Well. Presumably home. Okay, so now, going back to credibility, is he telling other people about this contemporaneously? Because that makes it more believable. (laughs) I think it's in his journals, to be honest. Okay, so written evidence, black and white. I believe it. Totally happened. Yeah, I believe he believes it. I don't necessarily believe that it really happened. So the locals... (laughs) Noticed Carl behaving weirdly, going to the cemetery every day and singing to the mausoleum. And so rumors began to spread. (gasps) Carl got fired. No. I guess just for acting weird in a cemetery? Well, gosh. Are you sure it wasn't for... uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable getting x-rays done by somebody (laughs) who chills with a corpse. And sings On the daily. Yeah. yeah, I guess that could freak out some of your patients. But it's a it's a military hospital, though, right? It's a Marine, Marine hospital. Uh-huh. So they don't, have, they don't have any choice. They gotta go to that hospital. <laughs> Get Carl's job back. Are you sure? Maybe it's just a depression thing. Okay. So Carl decided at this time, people are noticing and yeah. saying things about him. So he thought probably wasn't the best idea to continue going to the cemetery every day. So he decided, and you know. Elena told him to, mm-hmm. to take her body, so he decided to take her body home. Oh, but to be clear, Elena said it's okay. Yeah. Okay. She gave him permission. Okay. He had the key to the mausoleum, so that part was easy. What wasn't so easy was getting her coffin out of the mausoleum. Oh, you get the whole coffin? Just take the, the body, dude. What, what, why is he making things harder than they have to be? Well, presumably because it was full of... Oh, liquid. Okay, that, that does imply stuff. that maybe the formaldehyde <laughs> thing was true. So he took a child's wagon, okay, and used a child's wagon to transport this creepy her corpse. You think a formaldehyde filled double coffin would crush a child's wagon <laughs> and be just impossible to move? Yeah, well, I don't I, know. I mean, absent a forklift. Or something. So that's why that that particular detail maybe isn't true. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, it's huh. super interesting. Yeah, it is, but. I didn't. I didn't find it anywhere. But she is preserved at this point, right? And she what You said she was not involved, correct? She was involved. Oh, I was right. He he paid for her to be involved. Okay, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I don't know that embalming preserves you. Yeah. Though. So that, but if he's, she sounds like she's pretty uh, preserved even this two Why? years later, right? So he takes her body home with some difficulty, I believe. <laughs> In but this child's wagon. Yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced, by the way, the difficulty. So now he needs to preserve her body so that it doesn't continue to decay and get super icky. Oh. Because he plans on having years of fun with her. Okay. Come on, Carrie. Now you're just getting gross. What's gross? He sings to her. Fun. He cooks for her. Okay. He right. dances with her. Well, now that's getting weird. Yeah. That first what one. What kind that, of that fun one, are you talking about, I don't Dean. know. I don't know. Where's your mind? <laughs> Where's your mind? So anyway, here's some of the things he did to help keep Elena looking lovely. But but she's, she's two years into being buried in a mausoleum in Florida, and she's yeah. not completely rotten so. by that? So she must have. See, that makes me believe in the formaldehyde there. Because otherwise you think she'd be even embalmed or not. God, wouldn't you think? I don't two know. Two years into Florida, she'd be pretty rancid. A little stingy. 
I don't know. Yeah, a little, little maggoty. A little Crypt Keeper-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was looking great, but okay. right. he used wire to fortify her skeleton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sound, sound way to do things. I think her eyes were gone. Oh. So he had to uh, purchase some glass eyes. <laughs> little, little raggedy and doll eyes, but <laughs> they didn't fit, but... Googly eyes would be funny. <laughs> he did, yeah. But glass eyes. Um, and then, you know... Stuff was going on with her skin, I'm sure. Yeah. A little bit of decay was going on here and there. A little patchy. Yes. Yeah, getting a, yeah, psoriasis. So I think this was an ongoing process for Carl, but he would mix plaster with silk, you know, silk cloth, and then he would wax it, put it on her, and wax it. So he's covering her with something? Yeah. Essentially? Yep. Uh, uh, huh. I mean, he's making new skin for her, essentially. Really? Yeah. Is it, Out of is silk it cloth. And you? S-K-I-I-N? New skin? <laughs> no, N-E-W. Okay. He also, you know, stuff goes on on the inside of your body okay, as well. Okay, now, so, like what kind of stuff? DK. She gets liquefied. Yeah. Oh, no. So he uh, began filling her body cavities with rags. God. You know, you got to keep the shape and stuff. Seems very ad hoc. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, she, I, I think at first she had some hair, but no. for long. Yeah, not for long. It started falling out. But as luck would have it, shortly after she died, her mother had saved her hair, I'm uh, guessing, from sure. haircuts and stuff. Common. Everyone does it. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. I have all my hair. In the Victorian era, yes. they saved hair, but. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, like, if the mom. before pictures. Saved her hair because. Uh, have you seen like, not paintings, but you know, artworks made mm-hmm. out of human yeah. hair? And like jewelry Weird. made out of what? hair. Yeah. That's They're beautiful. actually beautiful. Because it doesn't decay. Yeah. The the amount of work that goes into these things is amazing. Then why is she losing her hair if it's not decaying? It's just coming Cause, out? Because her head is decaying. Uh, so the gotcha. hair falls out of the head. It's falling out, huh? Plug it back mm-hmm. in. Glue. Well, he made a wig. Oh, well. Yeah. For her. Okay. Uh, from her own hair, from her mom? Wig. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. And you know, what do you want the hair for? No reason. I just uh, I loved her so much. Loved past tense. She's dead. Obviously, she wouldn't be at my house. I don't know why you'd think that. But anyway, can I have her hair? <laughs> he would continually have to uh, apply disinfectant, formaldehyde, and perfume <sighs> to mask the smell. Formaldehyde and, and smells to make her smell lovely. Terrible, by the way. Well, that was to probably try to preserve, to pres- yeah. preserve her a bit, and yeah. then he'd you know spritz her with a so little Chanel you lay on, on top the, of that the formaldehyde for the pr- preservation, and then you get some very expensive. Now he's unemployed. Very expensive perfume, and yep. just whoosh. probably at the Muddy Works. Yep, <laughs> he had it. Let's just say he had a discount card because he was a very very good customer mm-hmm. at Bath and Body Works at the time. Well, so he dressed her in uh, both salvaged clothes. I don't know if they were hers or not. And he would go out and buy new clothes for her, including a wedding dress. Well, because she was losing a little weight. Yeah. Oh, is that getting married? Probably. Did he ask her? I don't know. I think he asked her a lot, to be honest. No, I mean, lately, like within the last two years. Here's my answer. I don't know. (laughs) Drink. (laughs) Shoot. And then after... Would you say Shoot. Mm-hmm. So you're you're doing like a heroin game, mm. just to be clear. When <laughs> yeah. people say a certain thing, people have to, have to shoot. Everybody shoot! And everybody, 
Shoot. Okay, that's 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 pretty hardcore, but impressive. Yeah. So then, so you know, they could have as much closeness as he wanted. He gently placed her in his bed. You'd have to, otherwise she just literally falls apart. So he's now got... She didn't get her own bed. He put her in his bed. Well, I mean, husband and wife. So, wait, they're not married, though. No. Well, that's... It's the 30s, That's immoral. I mean, dude, people find out about this. It's not the fact that she's dead that they're going to be mad at, but you're not married. You've got to marriage. You've got to... Well, he did this for seven years. Seven years. Uh So she's now been dead for nine years. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my she Lord. She didn't get at least, like, a little leaky. I'm sure she got a lot leaky. Sleeps with... So, oh, my God. He's weird. Ew. So it's like 1940-ish, maybe? Uh-huh. It ends in 1940. Okay. He, like I said earlier, because Dean made me skip ahead, he cooked that. for her, sang to her, and danced with her. Cooked, sang, danced. He was even seen out in town buying women's things like clothes and perfume. Well. So people thought, oh, Carl's seeing somebody new now. It's Carl's lady friend. He, yeah. He <laughs> I bet she's alive. Yeah, but she's breathing. And this information, <laughs> this information got back to Elena's family. <laughs> and they thought it was great. They thought, yeah. oh, good. Carl's Stuff's creeping on our dead yeah, daughter. Finally moving on. Yeah. Until a boy, a local boy. Saw Carl dancing in front of the window with what he thought was a big doll. So he's he's lifting her up and yeah. dancing with her and things like that. Uh-huh. That's okay. She <laughs> must be so wrapped. Yeah, in she's basically shit. a mummy. Wax plaster silk that yeah. Wax plaster silk. Yeah, sure. sure. I've seen photos. It doesn't look like a corpse. No, really? not at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, because it's mostly wax, wax plaster. Silk. And like on her face, he essentially makes a mask. Mm-hmm. Oh. And draws like a human face. draws things on her. Yeah, <laughs> just big archy, yes. big arched eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> nice. He, again, ahead of his time. Uh-huh. That would later come back. So then, disturbing rumors started circulating through the community, and Elena's sister, one of her sisters, coincidentally also died of tuberculosis. So the remaining sister, Florinda, was her name. Florinda, sure decided to go confront Carl and see what the heck is going on over there. There are some rumors. Mm-hmm. You have my sister. By this time, it's October 1940. October 1940. And remember, they can't get into the mausoleum. Oh, that's so right. So they don't really even know that she's there. And so I, I think that's why she goes there to say, I want to look in the mausoleum. Uh, I want to, you know. Why? No reason. Just let me look in the mausoleum. I want to visit my sister. Why? Now, I'll visit her for you until you said hi. Okay. So she goes into his house, and she sees... Is he there? Yeah. Oh. She sees Elena, and at first, she <laughs> just thinks it's like an effigy of Elena. That's not... Because, like Aaron said, it doesn't um, look like a human body. Elena never wore her eyebrows like that. <laughs> yeah. And then she realizes... It's Elena. It How she find out? I, I don't know. She just figures that. Yeah, probably it smells, smells strongly like weird. something... Some bad. So she immediately. Is that a body. maggot on my sister's then, effigy? <laughs> so she immediately goes to the police, and they come and arrest him on the charge of essentially gravesite desecration, hmm. moving a body without permission, grave robbing kind of stuff. But doing so with a children's wagon made it actually a uh, death penalty. <laughs> capital. And also, charge. I wonder if they if he told them that she told him to. 
Yeah. yeah. You think that, oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's well, misunderstanding. And of course, as you might think, people suspected that he had been having sex with oh. Linus corpse. And a gynecological examination said... <laughs> well, this came out later, but... So to speak. An autopsy of the body did reveal a paper tube inserted between her legs. Oh, paper? Gross. And forming a makeshift vagina. Well, perhaps he Ow. waxed it as well. I would hope so. <laughs> I he, put a, he put a fake vag in the corpse? Uh-huh. That's not okay. But he never admitted to he, doing it. Come on, dude. I, you know, I was going to. I admit to putting the paper vag. I do not admit to using it. Yeah. Well, this particular detail wasn't revealed at he was tried. It wasn't reveal, revealed at his trial or anything. And the doctors that supposedly discovered this or knew about this didn't even say anything until <laughs> my nose all of a sudden gets stuffy. <laughs> until 1972. Oh, really? So who knows? It could be one of those way after the fact. Yeah. Although, you details. know what? It sure sounds... It, it, it feels right. Yeah. I'd almost be surprised if he wasn't nailing mm-hmm. the corpse. Mm-hmm. Well, Carl did have a psychiatric evaluation to determine whether or not he was competent to stand <laughs> trial. <laughs> did you even need to have that? And some reports stated that his ultimate plans... Remember the airplane? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what his ultimate plan involved Starting flying Elena... High into the stratosphere so that radiation from outer space could penetrate her tissues okay. and restore life to her somnolent form. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it is. Apparently yeah. that could he work. was like crazy, Carl crazy. had some issues. <laughs> and they're having a hearing? As soon as he says that, you know what? Alrighty. We're done. Gavel it. Well, you know, I was just going to shoot her up into space. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably going to go with her. I would imagine. I step. She yeah, might need some medical attention while she was up there sure. orbiting the Earth. Well, uh, this trial. And the paper badge. My high club. <laughs> Gross, Dean. Uh, the trial attracted huge crowds and became a media sensation, not just there in Florida. It was nationwide. It was a big story, as one might imagine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When did they invent sex dolls? Because they gonna say I don't know. <laughs> this might because you know it seems like otherwise he kind of invented this sex yeah. doll and he could have made some serious cash if he, he it had it not been a thing yet. Yeah, no, you wouldn't tell anybody when you were fundraising. You wouldn't tell people where you got the idea. Yeah, but you would go ahead and, and invent uh, that. I would be willing to bet that. Sex dolls existed well before. It'd be the 1930s. so awesome, awesome if you said 1871 and just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, men are scum. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say resourceful. Uh, that's not what you're going to say. I don't think it's scummy or bad or you know. Well, well you, you do what you yeah. got. Yeah, the corpus part, but okay. sex dolls are not. Always mm-hmm. corpses, you guys. Uh, see, I didn't. Know. We're not <laughs> very not familiar with sex dolls, Carrie. I'm sorry, we're not. We're not all sex doll experts like you, Carrie. I'm sorry. Yeah. And well, yeah. And, and are you trying to say something, by the way? Because I don't know where you hide it. 
Yeah, how do you hide a sex doll? They're huge. I, you know what? You live alone. <laughs> that's yeah. how you hide yeah. a sex doll. Yeah, that's how you hide in a your, sex doll. And then room. you just prop it up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when he took the stand, he was unapologetic and declared his undying love and devotion Not sure. for Elena. And he also confirmed the airplane rumor. Okay. <laughs> Are and you insane? Yes. Surprisingly enough, the community somewhat supported him. I was going to say, you know what? He, he was in a, love. Yeah, he, he got a lot of sympathy. Mm, I well. know what? Well, a little bit her family who didn't want to have their daughter, you know, yeah. raped by a, a living person. But still, he, I think he, he meant well. He had no animosity. Nope. Like you said, he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. He was Quite the opposite. genuinely in love with her. He, I mean, he was fell in love with her and he knew she was dying. He was a very selfless man. Yeah. He did nice things for her. Absolutely. Yeah, it was very creepy. Oh, sure, sure. But still, heart in the right place. Creepy heart in the right place. Yeah. But people thought he was just a lovesick old man and it was very romantic. Yeah, and they felt sorry for him. He's in his 60s now, I believe. Yeah. What about his like wife? Yeah, what happened to Aisha? And his, his daughter? Children. Yeah. Doris and Aisha still lived in Florida. Yeah, he's so lovesick. Can he go back to his wife? Well, but can you imagine them reading that in the paper? I know. <laughs> oh, I shit. Know. That's my dad. So Whoops. proud. I tell my friends at school. She didn't get bullied. Well, unfortunately for the prosecution, the statute of limitations had expired. On grave desecration? Uh-huh. Okay. So they were forced to drop all the charges. Oh, did they? Wait, you said trial. Yeah. So they didn't realize that until the trial. I guess not. You know, that's happened before. The defense lawyer is like, these stories. I'm save this until we get <laughs> until I get some rack up some hours, and sure. then I'm going to drop well, the, a bomb. The prosecutors just keep on going until somebody tells them, or in somebody, yes. you know. I guess I don't know. It's like, yeah. and let's go ahead and give the case to the jury one second, please. Says mm-hmm. the Southern defense lawyer, yep. fingering his suspenders. I'm just a poor country lawyer, but the statute of limitations <laughs> is three years. For some reason. Yep, and he wasn't being tried for the. Having sex with the I was going to say, he, he, he was desecrating her nightly <laughs> for yeah. all those years, those, but it, it's yeah. only when he took her out of the mausoleum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was basically just grave robbing that he was charged okay. with. All right. So after the trial, Carl asked if he could have Elena's body back. <laughs> he said, you know what? Yes. End of sitcom. They said no. This could be a phenomenal sitcom. Don't you think? Oh my God. Her family decided. Elena and the Count. That was the no go. But the local funeral, par- funeral parlor did get her body and they decided to give it to Carl. To put it on display. <gasps> well, what? that's almost as bad. I don't know for how long they had it on display for, but thousands mm. of people came by and paid a dollar to walk past. Elena's Damn. body. That's pretty evil. Some people, some reports said up to like 6,800 people. It's very oddly specific. I know. Okay. Saw her body, which is kind of gross. Yeah. Her family was, you know, got her back and they buried her in an unmarked grave. Oh, I think I say, and charged $2 to see her body. <laughs> in, a, in an undisclosed location. 
because it became such a famous thing. Yeah. They, uh, they weren't so worried about Carl. Yeah. They were worried about other weirdos yeah. mm-hmm. wanting to do something or even just, you know, looky loos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. Grave <laughs> robbing looky loos. Okay. <laughs> So after this, Carl Tanzler moved to Pasco County, which is where his wife Doris lived. Oh, is this going to have a happy ending? Well, somewhat. Okay. He murdered her and kept her body for seven years. (laughs) So he was happy. Doris must have been a super nice, accepting kind of a woman because she helped to support and take care of him. Huh. That is very nice. You know what, Carrie? She did it for Aisha's sake. That's, mm-hmm. that's why. For the, yeah, for the children. Uh, he finally became a U.S. citizen in 1950. Oh. He's quite elderly by this yeah. time. This whole time we could have deported him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they deport him? Okay, no desecration charge, but get the fuck back to Germany. Yeah, I don't know. You crazy old man. It'll be creepy over there. Yeah. So then he died in July 1952. Ironically enough, he had been dead... For, for seven years. Either dun, dun, dun. three days or three weeks. I don't know, because I saw both before <laughs> his body was discovered. So, oh, so he wasn't living with his wife. She no. was just helping him out. Yeah, okay. she was yeah, helping him. And uh, among his remaining possessions... Mm, hair. A life, life-sized <gasps> replica dummy of <gasps> Elena. So he did invent the sex doll. Yeah, pretty much. Damn. Creepy. Paper vag. So it just stayed creepy. That could be the name of the show, Paper Vag. <laughs> the HBO miniseries. <laughs> yes. HBO would call it Paper Vag. NBC would call it Dr. Count. In the obituary, mm-hmm. it said, quote, a metal cel- cylinder on a shelf above a table in it wrapped in silken cloth and a robe was a waxen image of Elena. So he made her purely out of wax, like a, you know, Madame Tussauds thingy. Or wrapped in silken cloth and, I don't know. Probably a skeleton thingy. Okay. I don't know what he did, how he did it, but. Hmm. Yeah, no pictures of that, though. That would have been interesting to see what that looked like. No movies made out of this that I could find. How is Johnny Depp not... Yeah, you know, at least uh, he'd be uh, Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. I see them making this. He doesn't look anything. A, you'll see pictures. Doesn't matter. He's super thin, old man. Looks like he's super tan because Key West, Florida. Sure. Either white hair or like completely bald, wire rim mm-hmm. glasses. Yeah, Depp can pull it off. He can just morph. Always wearing all white. Lots of I, pictures of him in shorts. You're describing Johnny Depp. Basically. Skinny old man. Oh, perfect. no. This is perfect, Harry. No. This is absolutely perfect. Johnny in my head. Maybe uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. No. What? That's just weird. Gwyneth Paltrow, she could do it. She could play <laughs> Elena. She could. You know yeah. what? She, she does. Tony Collette. Kate Blanchett. Could, could do play it. Kate Collette. Kate Blanchett could do anything. Yep. Yeah, she can she can play anyone. You know, Kate Blanchett could do that, but Johnny Depp could not do what Kate Blanchett could do. Nope, nope, nope. And he cannot dance backwards. What? Mm-mm, no. Okay. There were uh, episodes of certain TV shows like Fringe had an episode really? based on this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I watched that show. Well, yeah. Some of it. I wonder if there's probably a Criminal Minds based on. It's got to be an no, SUV, no right? Minds. No, no Law and Order SUV. They no. went what? on for seventy four years. Uh-uh. They did everything. Sorry. Huh. 
Ice T thought it was the one person, but then he had a second one, and then he came back to the first suspect. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, I did. Oh, I did see it. it was an interesting Kickstarter, but it was from 2014, so I don't know if it ever got made. But it was going to be like a like a documentary about it and using puppets. Okay. To reenact. And so the Kickstarter campaign had like a picture, like a mock up of one of the puppets. The pu- it was the puppet of Carl. It's pretty cute. The puppet was cute anyway. Yeah. Carl was nice. That would have been interesting. Around, like, creepy part. That would be one way to do it, yes. Yeah. So since I didn't see a link for this fun puppet documentary, I'm guessing it never got fully funded oh, and done. That's too bad. Right. I know. That'd be a good Would story. Would be pretty cool. Yeah, someone needs to make that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, do it a little tongue in cheek, so to speak. Uh, so that's her cheek. The story of, of Carl Tanzler, Doctor Count, and Elena. Yeah, thank you, Carrie. That was fascinating, and it was indeed weird. Thanks. Very. It weird, was weird. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, I think he needs a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I don't know why this hasn't happened yet. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, Carrie. You're welcome, Nate. Want to tell us? Tell us. Tell us where Hello. our <laughs> listeners can find us. Our what? listeners can find us at weirdworldpodcast.com and on Facebook and Instagram and and Patreon and Weird World Pod on Twitter. All right. Well, thank you. And on iTunes and Spotify and... Um, I said thank you. Google Podcasts and <laughs> where they could, on, on iTunes, they could also give us great five review. stars. and <coughs> Five stars are nothing, bitch. Give us a great <laughs> review. Okay. Make Dean happy. Yeah, yes it would. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll do something even weirder, if that's even possible. Bye now. Bye. Thanks for listening. I love you.